A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Happy New Year's. Oh my God. <laughs> Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, signers. Before we get into this episode, which is a re release from the vault, we're still on vacay. I'm actually hung over post New Year's Eve with the What's Your Sign Girlies. Anywho, so we're on a little break this week. We'll be back with our 2023 year ahead episode next week. So come back next Monday too for that because that's the intensive look ahead. And before we get into this Capricorn episode, I wanted to pop in and remind you guys about our event happening this Saturday, January 7th, 2023 at 4100 Bar in Los Angeles. We're having our triple wedding Astro Mixer, LA Astro Girly Hangout. Whoever catches the bouquet does win a chart reading, so it should be fun. It's a daytime hang. It starts at 2 p.m. and come through. Come hang. And then also get your GCAL subscription. For just $10, you get all the transits for the year with our subscription that we've made that syncs up to your calendar. Check it out. We're already hearing awesome feedback from people who've been using it and loving it, and we agree. So... Venmo at where, when, whatever, $10 with your email and it will be synced and sent to your Google Cal. And all the info for the events and for the Google Calendar is in our show notes. So go to the episode info and follow it from there. Now, enjoy this week's episode.
Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm the goat who ate his children of this podcast. <laughs> oh, that sounds like, that reminds me of the Billy Goat's gruff. gruff. Uh. It's like, oh, he ate his kids. The Billy oh. Goat's gruff. Uh. Is that he, what that story is? That's no. the story of the Capricorn disease. What? The Capricorn disease? No. no he doesn't the, really eat, the Billy Goat doesn't eat his oh. kids. But I'm just thinking of that where it's like, oh, the Billy Goat's like, I love it. I forget how that story goes. I was going to say, what do those Billy goats gruffing They have to, isn't it the troll under the bridge? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I just remember they were very cute. The illustrations were lovely. They were also like, I feel like my companion book to Stinky Cheese Man. Like they were just like a very. Stinky Cheese Man. Stinky Cheese Man. And they were just like weirdos of the children's illustration world. Billy Goat's Gruff. Billy Goat's Gruff was like scholastic book fair purchase Ooh. oh oh but the man each dish children i didn't know that story um it's just a story of saturn it's one yeah saturn, saturn, saturn. saturn. it's yeah. one of the horns or oh. the star cronus i think it's one of the horns of the constellation i could be wrong uh ate his kids and then um because he thought they would overthrow him but the wife switched one of the kids for a rock so the kid became zeus and freed the ones that were in his belly oh hell yeah. and oh. you know what he was right. Get, get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. get out of my belly. Get in my belly. <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot. To, so I mentioned in the previous episode, I went out of town. So I didn't mention how I took psychedelics when I was out of town. And when I was sitting in the tub looking at the sky, I could see the constellations. But like, you know, in the constellation app, when you yeah. like hold it up and it shows you the shape, I was looking up and I was like, I can truly see Scorpio. Like the Scorpio, like I can see what ancient people who are probably microdosing on like DMT back in the day, like I can see that. Hang on, like I gotta check if it is that. And I was like, whoa, it is that. Yes, and it was so weird. Like, what did you do? Mushrooms? I did uh, LSD. Had you done it before? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But it's been a while. I haven't done it in like two years. And also, it was like a fake out trip. Because we had these toothpicks, which I've never seen LSD on toothpicks before. Uh. Um, So I had to like chew it and suck on these two toothpicks for like over an hour. So I'm just like. That's a long time. (laughs) It was a very long time. And it was to the point of like, all right, took it maybe like an hour and a half after sucking toothpicks for an hour went by. And I was like, I don't think it's working. We also were warned that they were like. Whatever. Like it might not be a thing. And it's like, it's fine. Like let's shoot our shot. And then we like made pizza and we're like, yeah, we're not, it's not a thing. I think we should go bowling maybe in an hour because it hasn't worked. And then, and then the pizza, something in the pizza activated some chakra of my brain. And it was like, oh, I'm feeling funky. And it was definitely like, it was definitely on like the lighter side, which as an adult, I'm like, which is, that's great for me. Yeah. Like I love a light, a level light dosage. Um, but yeah, I got to see like all the constant, like truly see the constellations connect and take shapes. And, uh, it was nice. And it was also, I forget. I love psychedelics for just like a good, like, it's almost like doing a little puncture in your brain to just kind of deflate all the like anxieties and just like, I, 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 
it's like an antidepressant. I felt like I took like a nice kind of trippy kind of visual antidepressant and I was just like, ah, that's great. I and also do people who microdose report. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just like, and that's what at first we thought we're like, when we didn't really feel it, we're like, I'm like, I feel heavy, but, and I feel kind of like, I always get a bit of anxiety in a trip. I don't know what it is. I think there's like, I put pressure on myself to have fun and I put pressure on myself to like, just be a good vacationer, even though I like being, I do like being home, but I do like traveling. I also forgot straight up like everything. Like I forgot my birth control. I forgot my deodorant. I forgot my toothbrush. <laughs> like I, I forgot like all the essentials, but I remembered like, slime and toothpick acids like yeah. like um, prior- Those are the priority <laughs> but i also was what like, are you gonna brush your teeth on vacation <laughs> who cares so i was like okay i'm gonna make this work so it was also like it kind of felt in theme of like oh what like letting I, go yeah like oh, whatever like rolling with it i'm rolling with it oh i'm not putting on makeup for two days <laughs> scary or i'm not brushing Wild. or i'm using my booze toothbrush and then we just brush our teeth with water and eat tic tacs whatever like we're making we're making it work but it was really 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 cool to like have like a a brain moment of like seeing constellation i've never i've never seen that before and i could actually like name who was who and venus was out venus was out and about uh very shining brightly so it was uh, very cool that's cool that sounds awesome and venus also i was looking and i could see venus and i was like it looks like it's uh, in Capricorn, but I know it's in Aquarius. But their like constellations were like crossover. Yeah, they're like well, crossed I over read right into each other. The other day, that's like um, because of the axis shift, like all of the constellations are like one sign yeah, over. I just saw that too. You see, where was yeah. that? Uh, I think it was a Facebook ad. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm not kidding. But it was something yeah. like that where it was like just just visually, not like not like thirteenth the, per- the procession of the equi- equinoxes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all of that where it's like it's just over a little bit, so it's like we know it via because of the things, but it's doesn't it might not actually line up with what you're seeing in the sky. Yeah, and that's what I could see, but I like knew astrologically yeah. that that wasn't it. So I was like, whoa, what is this? But I'm like, oh, they're also like next door, like. They're names, so it makes well, sense that they're kind of sharing each other. They do other. share stars in some of the constellations and stuff too. Yeah, so it makes that makes sense. Um, so highly recommend chewing on acid t- toothpicks for. I've right never. Now. It's so funny because I feel like I I say this often that it is about like the literal planets and stars, but I the idea of looking up at Venus and knowing that that's where like that's. I would never do it. I would never think to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just hard here because there's you so can't much see light stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's why stars are not a huge. Maybe that's why we're obsessed with them because we can't see them. Whoa! Whoa! I mean, it's it. You really, and I was saying this when I was all like goofed up. I was like, whoa! Like most places in the country, you can see yeah. this regularly. I just live in city enclaves where I don't get like the full dome effect and the full like you can just see all this shit and just like sitting out and like turning off the lights in the cabin, turning off like there's no light. There's just it's just like, oh, sorry. Fuck. The stars can't compete with the real stars. Oh, and celebrities. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and honey, later that night sitting for we try to use the tub. I think we used it five times, which was like my goal. Uh, but there on the like last night which we knew we were going to tub again in the morning. So it was like, all right, one last tub. 
And then I could just hear this dog barking like really kind of far, but it kind of sounded closer sometimes too. And then far again. And it sounded like a junkyard dog, like going off. And I was like, okay, either this junkyard dog is like roaming down this dirt road. And I'm on, we're on dirt roads. There's it's like fucking hills have eyes shit out here. And I could hear him like, it's either coming here or it's chained up and something's coming to it. And then like, we just heard it barking. And then another dog starts barking in the distance. And I was just like, I'm like, I don't know. Dogs kind of freak me out a little bit, especially like rabid desert yes. dogs. Cause I don't know. I don't want to be that person that gets mauled, like microdosing, like in a tub, <laughs> like skinny dipping by like some <laughs> junkyard dog. My titties ripped off by like just Cujo. Dude, I love that. Wait, what a way to go. <laughs> what a way to go. I fucking love dogs. But I've been bitten by so many dogs. <laughs> I, I'm always just like, yeah, dude, I'll walk your dog. And I walk in all confident. And the dog's like, arf, right in my leg. But then oh. after a symphony of dogs start going. And then you hear, yip, yip, yip. And the coyote, the coyote, there's a no. huge pack of coyote. You could just hear them. And it was like dogs versus, versus coyotes. coyotes. And it what was like the, the echoing sound of coyotes probably getting like a shih tzu was just like oh, oh my terrifying. god i'm like we gotta go in i don't want a coyote to jump up in the tub but papa let me know coyotes can't jump oh because we had a fence we did have like a big fence he's like they can't really jump like it's their thing like they Why don't really Pablo know so much about coyotes no la local and <laughs> i don't know that much about coyotes I thought they did jump i thought they were really good at jumping fences and getting people's pets oh uh, maybe he was just trying to make me chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> we did have like one of those maybe like, he doesn't know anything about the maybe it's just, no we did have I, a very tall that they're fence sneaky and they can get in On, maybe they can get yeah, under yeah. but we had very tall like it, we had, we were on quite at a bit us, of acreage. Can coyotes jump? <laughs> I mean, I was I was convinced and felt like Eddie's, but also He's was probably like, right. But also was like, it's time to go. Also, in. just that sound when you could the just hear it's it is disturbing and echoing. Like it was very cool and was like, oh yeah, I'm in, na- in nature. Like I'm in nature. Like this is what I came out here to do. You know, there's snakes. There's sh- shit. There's just all of that. Um. So yeah, just a little astro moment fueled That's by awesome. drugs. <laughs> Do you guys have resolutions? Yeah, I have a lot. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I got Mm -hmm. some. I actually did one the other day. I got up early. That's my new resolution. Oh, yeah, I saw you posted that. I needed... And people gave me some good tips about getting up early. Most of it is willpower. Um, Yeah. So didn't really help me out there. But I got... I'm just... I just want a whole life before work begins the day begins those days like where you feel like you have a flight and you have to get up and that's that stomach feeling of like oh i gotta get up early and then you have that whole morning morning smells good it's quiet nobody's out there Mm -hmm. it's just like it's so lovely i just i'm a teenage boy i can sleep till fucking 2 p.m if like if left to my own device i love my bed i love sleeping I just need to go to bed earlier yeah. and wake up earlier. So that's my goal. And I did it once, which already felt like a huge accomplishment of like going to a fucking 730 Pilates class. Like that is unheard. Like yeah. I've never have I ever, never have I will ever. Like, it's, it blew my mind that I could do it. But the fear of like, I signed up, I said I'm going and I will get charged 20 whole dollars if I don't go was enough to get you up, get my ass out of bed. So that's my, that's kind of my big, and to be a better plant mom is um high on my high on my resolution list all right oh my cat just looked me she's like you can be a good she's like you're a good cat mom i am a good cat mom but i mean i buy plants i let them die i refill them with new ones and i 
I shouldn't do that. I should try to keep care of of those ones and not water them when they look like disgusting. Like, and it's just I I need to just like put calendar reminders There's in a- my phone to wa- water your plants now. It's Sunday at noon. Like, do go around and do everybody. There's an app where you like take a picture of the plant and it tells you what it needs. Ooh, I forget what it's called though. I got an ad for it, but I, That's and cool. I, I think I have it flagged on Instagram. I'll check for you. Cause it was like, Ooh, I need that. Cause I feel like, I feel like I'm a decent plant mom. Uh, but like, it would be nice to know if I'm, if it, what they need. Yeah. I just don't, I, I love plants. I'm a fucking Taurus. Like I love the beauty of them, but I'm not good. Like, like if I had my way, I'd have like a plant, you know, assistant that would come do everything for me yeah. and make sure that they're living their their best lives. So being a better plant mom, waking up earlier, like, I think they're two doable, yeah. also resolutions to 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 try. Uh, what are you guys? Are you guys doing anything? Putting anything into motion? My resolution is um to work on being kind. Ooh. Um, I think that I, I don't think I'm a particularly kind person. Um, and I don't know if you like have to be, but I think that I'm like, I'm polite and I'm strategic and I am caring. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that kindness to me is like a separate thing. That's more about being gentle and tender. And, um, I, that's not, we'll get into it later on in this episode of maybe why. Um, but I think that just like making things nicer and kind and and warmer for for people myself included because i also think that i'm not like that with with myself Mm. either so just kind of like choosing a choosing a gentler more tender understanding yeah like i i feel that yeah i saw somebody post and uh if you're that high school person that listens to this podcast, thanks for, you know, upping our algorithm. But I just saw someone post like, uh, if you're going to the second floor, uh, you shouldn't have to take the stairs and not take the elevator and slow it down for the rest of us. And I'm like, this person might have a disability. This person might be pregnant. Like, it, and it was like, I think I wouldn't have in my like previous astrology life. I probably wouldn't like, hell yeah. What a rude, lazy ass. Like move it toots. But now I'm like. I just see and know and have like sampled and talked to so many people that I'm like, you know, like, yeah, is that an inconvenience in your mind? Sure. But like everyone has a story. Uh, Not everyone's out to fucking ruin your day. Maybe look at yourself and see why that like bothers you so much. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. And I also wrote that to them. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, true, true that you don't know. Like, you don't know people like maybe they have like fucking burn scars underneath their clothes. Maybe they like you just don't. Maybe they're just high. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, honestly, like if if the person told you, like, dude, I'm fucking way too high to take the stairs. stairs? You would be like, like, all right, fine. Like, Like, what if I get locked in? Also. Mind your, I don't know. Mind yeah. your. Also, it's like who fucking cares? We're in an elevator. We're already all taking the easy way out, or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, maybe they just don't want to take the fucking stairs. Who cares? Yeah. Like, so let them let them live. Yeah. So I think like kind, like what you're saying with kindness, also goes to just letting things be. Probably yeah. in some in some ways. I think it's also the idea of kind of like giving people the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Um, uh, not being so judgmental or like uh, 
the concession that Brene Brown always says is like everyone's doing their best. That doesn't mean that they are doing the right thing or what's what's appropriate or acceptable, but no one's doing no one's doing their worst on purpose. You know what I mean? Or like I don't know. The, well, <laughs> some people, I think some it's like might. you maybe, but I don't th- I I just don't think people do like their worst. I think some people's like Hitler thought he was doing his best. Right. His best is atrocious as a crime against humanity. Right. But he wasn't like, I'm trying to be the worst bad guy of all time. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like levels of awareness and what what's good to you is bad. Yeah. All all of those sorts of things. Yeah. But and again, that doesn't mean that you I've apologized for using a Hitler example because now I'm like, be kind to everybody. (laughs) Like, Even if you're a genocidal maniac, I don't mean that. Um, but it well, is maybe that, you can change who genocidal is, maniacs would be cut. Yeah, like, it is that thing of like I've been trying to do it at work more when I'm like, oh, there's like a guy that we have to call every every like third Friday because he has a standing appointment and he always he's not rude at all. He's so nice, but he always just talks too long on the phone uh-huh. and like makes a production of it. And instead of being like, oh my god, this guy's so annoying, it's like, oh well, what if like. This if this guy enjoys doing that, who am I to be like? This is fucking stupid. I know, I know this is going to be a long call, so why not uh, Have- meet, match his tone and be extra, be more friendly on my call because that's silly and. Play, whatever some, i'm gonna be me i'm gonna be fucking mad about it that just hurts me he's having a great fucking time he's well you know also what I mean? it's not it's always gonna be he's just yeah. that's who he is that's who he's gonna be that's like how he comes and yeah, so what he, am i gonna be like fucking resentful resentment is a poison yep. you drink and hope the other person dies yep. oh my god resent um, resentingness oh yeah it is like a plague and it's yeah. like it's hard because when you're deep in a resentful like state of being, whether it's when you're in a relationship or just where you're at, it's so hard to get out of because it just feel it does like, I don't know. It's like a, it's like scratching like a shitty itch. That's just like, it feels good, but like, you know, it's, it's just, it, it only makes everything else. It puts like a scope on everything else in a bad light. It makes everything negative. It makes everything bitchy and sarcastic and this, and it's just like, well, it's also so like, I feel like it can be aggressive, but yeah. it's also such a passive way of handling something. Yeah. Well, it's, it's easy and it's easy. It's easy to be course. resentful. That's why it sucks. Cause it's like, it's a deep, it's kind of like it can be a default. I think and sometimes you're not aware that that's what you're doing because you are kind of trying to, I think it's, I think being resentful is like searching for outside justifications for why you're feeling away instead of taking care of your feelings, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to figuring out why someone else is responsible for it. Yeah. And when you just see someone who just doesn't like, it's almost like very like Libra Pisces energy to me that someone that's just like, I don't know, man, I'm just like living my life, flying by the seat of my pants and like, oh, that person's a shit. Man, that sucks for them. Anyways, moving on. Like, or just like, I don't like let it bounce off of you is like a very like admirable trait. Cause I love digging into gossip. I love digging into shit talking. I'm just like, Truly, I'm here for it, and I think sometimes it serves a purpose, and sometimes it's just fucking fun, but also sometimes it can be consuming. It can really just, like, take in and take a hold when it's, like, I need, I have so much other shit I want to do besides worry about why this person sucks so much. Well, I think it requires a step of taking it back to my resolution, um, being 
kind to yourself uh, recognizing that you i think it's really i think it's hard for a lot of people to be kind to themselves yeah um because it requires you to like recognize that you are disappointed about something or scared yeah. of something or whatever that's like that's resentment is just misplaced uh like it not not being kind to the little part of you that's like oh i'm jealous of a thing or like i feel inadequate i feel whatever it is and that's like embarrassing and tender to to we don't like that part of us i think yeah or what i like i don't i don't like to be gentle with that that's like no that's fucking stupid you should be above that you're smarter than that you're whatever like this is this is blah 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 this is whatever um and but that doesn't help make it go away yeah well (laughs) kindness is just being honest with yourself too like yeah sometimes i'm fucking jealous of other people or i see something and i want that but i don't hate that maybe i maybe i do but i don't want to like hate the person because they're doing something that i admire i want like just to like recognize it congratulate them and like there's space for everybody or like i'm just thinking of more of like a competitive example of like life things or goals or what have you but that is that is the ultimate kindness is yeah. just like, well, and I think that is an important aspect of it, of being honest because it's like being, it, that's sometimes being kind. I think that's why I like that one is, is saying something mean or, or like saying something true. It's the kindest thing, but it's not an easy or fun thing to say or what they want or what that person wants to hear, but mm-hmm. it's also being tender to all of those things. So <sighs> yeah. Maybe that's my new resolution too. <laughs> <laughs> feel free, feel free to take it. Cop, add it to your list. I'll cop that one. Lisa, are you resoluting? Um, I have a lot. I don't know. I I do have a lot of medicine. I think to take this year. Like, I think generally, I uh, I have like a lot of fear in certain areas of my life, and a lot of stuff going on under, like not under the surface, but like that I don't talk about or mm-hmm. like stuff that I have to do that I don't tell people why I have to do it or whatever. So I think I need to get a lot clearer with myself and others about what I need and like be able to ask for help and stuff, which like I'm, I'm okay at with certain people and certain friends and, but like uh, at work and stuff, I definitely am not okay saying no. And like, Mm -hmm. I I have, I guess difficult to you with certain kinds of boundaries. Um, And I think like, because my romantic life is good. I like thought that like, Oh, like I'm clear on my boundaries and like whatever, but it's like other things happen. And I'm like, Oh, this is murky and not good. Um, I'm writing a lot. Uh, I don't know if that's like a resolution. I'm doing a thing on our Patreon as well. So we'll see where that goes. Um, but I'm writing a lot in the mornings and I'm like, this is probably the first time in my life that I'm writing to not per- create. Uh, just like so, getting it, mm-hmm. getting it out. It's interesting. Sometimes interesting things come up and like Scott's been like, Oh, that's funny. That's like a joke. And I'm like, I don't think it is. It's just something that came out of my brain. So that it's kind of not, ni- it's been kind of nice. I don't know if I'll do it all year, but I think that's important. Uh, my next book that I'm going to read is the artist way, which is like, I think a lot of those sorts of things of like, not everything you make needs to like be like, I only make things that are now for show. Like sometimes you do need to like going with your under the surface things. Like sometimes you just need to like get your brain splatter on the page. <laughs> that sounds gross. Uh, Ooh, but you know, like well, sometimes you just have to get things out because that might remove a blockage well, to something that, that you're trying to get. Also, like tough stuff. Like if I'm writing like 
oh, this is like going on and I don't want to talk about it. Like mm-hmm. then usually like my instinct as a writer is to write something t- to contrast it or like to make it okay or like whatever. So it's nice because it forces me through my own instinct to find a positive there where it's like, I really hate that this is happening, but like, cause I'm not just going to write, I hate this over right. and over and over. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's been helpful. I don't know that it'll be like something I do all year, but maybe when I'm in tough spots. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like a good, you know, I think all resolutions eventually lose steam <laughs> typically. Like that's why you have to remember at the beginning of the year to like either re up the cur- previous ones or maybe like all right I did a little bit of that maybe time to like try something you know try something new but I don't know I think it all like seems to go with that theme of honest like just really being like honest with yourself and not just having to put away things or hide things or uh even if you only want to share it with your with yourself on paper like that's someone new to share it with it's like your objective self and just like really you know seeing it for the first time like even like you know trigger warning rape i just read this chapter in gia tolentino's book of trick mirror that was all about like rape on the uva campus and like how most uh people get raped their first semester of uh, freshman year of college which is what happened to me in the same exact setting and i was like damn like normally i'd be like yeah that sucks it's a statistic and i was like damn that was fucking tragic and sad and that shouldn't have happened to me and it shouldn't happen to all these people and I don't know, there was this like breakthrough of like, but that's what it is. Like it, it that's what happened. And I can think about it and not have to be ashamed. Like, it's not shameful. It's not like it is sad, but it's the truth. And more people telling the truth, more people talking about how they get jealous or how they feel sad or how they have this is like it frees yourself and frees so many other people. It's so effect. It just like does so much more effectiveness for like everybody at large and it's so helpful um so i think what you said is so beautiful like that makes me like just like tender and fluttery inside it's like about accepting feedback and and allowing yourself to see like even like in regards to sexual assault and rape like i know that some of the feedback that i got from people in my life during those difficult times was inappropriate and was not okay Mm -hmm. i know that now but i think like I'm getting to a point where I'm better at like knowing what's bullshit and like what's real feedback Mm -hmm. and being able to, even though like, um, and like maybe not in a sexual assault sense, but like in a creative sense, being able to say like, Oh, like you like have given me feedback on this thing that you don't like. And like, that's valid because what I said was a cop out or what I did like this. I didn't write the joke all the way or whatever, Mm -hmm. but also sometimes people like blowing smoke up your ass. You have a similar vibe where you're like, you're just laughing at that because I said the last word weird. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's like, I think making those distinctions of like what's good feedback and what's not good feedback and what people are there for you and what, who's not well, like who do you want? i mean i think jokes are like a good a great example because it's like sometimes do you want people just laughing to laugh or do you want them like laughing at the thing that you want them to laugh at and so someone if someone is like oh i don't like that joke but you are like well i didn't want you to laugh at it anyways right. then it's like yeah cool i can i or i can say thank you and not take it to heart at all because i know that you're not a person who's criticism is but when is it, important to when me. it matters to you when the when you ask someone friend otherwise for feedback on a life situation on a creative outlet or whatever that you care about like 
you should find a way to understand their feedback, even if you don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. And like say like, oh, I like I see where you're coming from. That's not where I'm coming from. And I'll try to find a way to make you see where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Y'all, this sounds like growth. Hell yeah. Dude. <laughs> well, I mean, that's all you can. I had had a I don't think I told you guys, but I had a call with my dad for the first time in a, oh, a year of not talking oh to him because we had because ba- yeah. we had many years of just like no, like no boundaries that finally blew up into like an utmost boundary, which was like I need space. And we had a phone call. And I was like, just so proud of myself because it just started with like, he apologized to start and was just like, you know, I'm sorry that I hurt you. Um, And it was a hard year and I'm ready to, you know, pick things back up. And I was like, cool. Like, it's not going to be like the same, like picking back up, but like, I'm open to trying. And then he went into like, it's like walking on eggshells with you. So like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I fucked up and I, I don't know what you want. And I was like, normally this is where my ass would like take the bait and be like, yeah, you don't fucking get it. And yeah, you do fucking suck. But I was like, hey, listen, like you're raising your voice and you're um, I think you're feeling embarrassed and you're, I think you're feeling like you messed up, which you did but I'm here to move forward, but I need you to like bring it down. Like I need you to like bring it down. I need you to chill it out and I need you to accept responsibility. Like I need you to like work towards He's like, Oh, and he just had this and he's an addict. So he had this like, yeah, you know, like I'm just like, I make, I just seem to make all the wrong decisions. I just seem to do this. And I was like, well, it's time to make right decisions. And it's time to like take agency. You're like fucking 60 years old. So like we, it's, it's time to happen. Uh, Otherwise we're going to have a very, just I text you happy birthday and that's it kind of relationship. But if we want to have something deeper, it's going to take work. And I think you should consider like maybe talking to somebody that's a professional, maybe like helping with your communication skills. Cause I need that from you if we're going to move forward. And he's like, okay, okay. I hear that. I hear that. Um, so when's our next call? Should we call next week? And I was like, no, no, no. I need to see some like progress and homework and work. Like, it's got to be it's like we've never done anything towards working towards a healthy relationship ever. And it's it's just time to do that. And he was like, got it. Got it. And then he sent me like a few random like picture emojis and things. And I was like, OK, I think he's still trying to learn to get it. But I was like, whoa, like that was just a totally different kind of we've thought. never had that. Con- we've never had any conversation anywhere similar to that it's always been fucking heat and fireworks and fuck like and just like whoa family is fighting family is yelling like and i know a lot of people have the opposite of families where families just being quietly polite and like you know yeah. not doing that at all but uh we're the yelling kind of family and it was like oh no that was a very like i felt like a lawyer just serving my terms like this is like what i literally need and if this can't be met we're gonna have to re well, we're gonna have to reevaluate the case, you know the case mm-hmm. later on it was like okay i see your demands and i'm willing to negotiate Set a lot of court and set a lot of court <laughs> <laughs> and not have to get so many lawyer fees involved so i don't know a lot of the things you're both saying kind of i think go with kindness towards yourself which is being truthful with yourself and also um letting people know what you need from them and not just dealing because that's how that person is and that's how this is it's like well this is how i am and this is what i need and i need um respect like uh, at the end of the day we all need respect yeah i think too like not doing things because it's your duty like yeah i had a conversation with my mom about that recently too where it's like i know you feel like you have to do these things because i'm your kid or whatever but like it do what's good for you and what's like Mm -hmm. what's good for you is good for me like it's not we're not like yeah and like same goes for like other people in our lives like we're not doing things because i mean you have to do some things obviously but it's like 
don't do things out of obligation if if you can help it yeah. yeah well there's a difference between compromise and like just pure obligation which is usually rooted in resentment like uh, back, did you guys see the farewell yes no. uh, i just watched it last night just very good Fantastic. i mean also like cult- see it. culturally you know in china you're legally allowed to not tell a relative if they're dying so they don't have the fear of death um which is based on lulu wang the director and writer's actual, actual story um it's very it's fucking really good wonderful. i just sobbed yeah just sobbed um so if you're in for a good family sobbing but also there's i like that that movie just had a lot of reveals of the action like something felt wrong but then it feels right and then it feels wrong again and it's very i've just never seen a movie like that it felt very honest and tough and hard and messy and embarrassing and just like oh it was just really really fucking good i think it's a fantastic movie to watch during Capricorn season. Oh, uh, it is. It is. We're talking about Capricorn today, but I think it is a very Capricorn movie because it is about like responsibility. It's yeah. about um, With, withholding. Yeah, withholding, but also about family and and honor du- and duty. duty and but and also like maturity and yeah. uh like sometimes being a being a fucking out, grown up and being outside of who you are. Like there was like a good quote in the movie that was since. Uh, Aquafina, who plays the granddaughter who comes back from the United States who moved from China at six years old and goes to China and the uncle is telling her like that's the difference between East versus West between you guys and Americans it's like you're so me I need to tell her I need to express myself I I I and you need to get it out but we're thinking of society we're carrying burdens for people because that's what family does and I was just like Jesus Christ like they're both right and yeah. they both have equal points. And it was just like such an interesting dance to see um, played out. Ugh. Just like top movie of the week. I was like, can't believe I saw this. Top movie of tonight, 2019, saw it in 2020. But yeah. better late than never. Yeah, you got to see it. But today we're talking about Capricorns, baby. Caps. I had a ton of like kind of epiphany thoughts. I mean, they're not like mind blowing by any means, but um about capricorn and um especially the idea of the holiday season Mm -hmm. because i kept seeing all the symbology everywhere and like i was like oh this is all like reindeer it's all like goaty animals (laughs) and like making a list and checking it twice and like all this like really like i kept okay that's that's mind blowing (laughs) all these things getting gifts like that, like, like the perfect thing for every everyone feels like they have to get the perfect like the way you see me is through this like present and like um this idea of like self-control and like there being so much food and like dessert and well and also everything. and now i've indulged and now i must be better and yeah resoluting <laughs> like all of it and uh like i thought of the like i don't know if you guys saw krampus but uh, these are the movies i see krampus. not the farewell <laughs> um, but it's it's not good but like uh yeah like i think that is very it's like a very goaty um evil character or whatever evil mm-hmm. santa or something. yeah well and it's like i like that dichotomy even though the movie is bad um, but it's like so this is very christian um but the like twofold of it also being like the you know a baby's born in a fucking barn or whatever the lowest the lowest least of something turns out to be the biggest thing and it's like the 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 devil is materialism and all that so it's like the 
I hate to use like reason for the season, but uh-huh. it is that I love it. Yeah. It's totally Capricorn well, energy. I also, I don't know if I read this quote from the Bible when I, uh, were swindling when I got back from Chicago. I don't know if I could find it now, but it's like the, I, we were at a wedding and we were in a church. I, I'm rarely opening Bibles these <laughs> days, but I, they're like flip to this and I'm like, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to like, mm-hmm like flip around this book and see what's up. And it was, I was like looking for the story of the birth of, of Jesus hypothetically. And, um, (laughs) uh, it, the part where it's talking about the wise men being like, if they mentioned astrology and it does say a star upon its rising, like it says, like it says something where it's like, this is not, they're not talking about the sky. They're talking about Astrology. astrology. And I don't know I'll, if I find it, maybe I'll post it on Instagram or something. Yeah. But but I do think like a lot of the, um, a lot of the winter stuff. I mean, obviously like the winter season and like those winter animals, I think are really interesting. I also found a website that was talking about the sea goat, um, astrolata.com. And, uh, so I guess the Sanskrit for the Capricorn is Makara, which means crocodile, which is like the sea part. Yeah. And then the goat part is supposedly a unicorn. Yeah. Which represents transformation and like the access to the third eye through the single horn, um, which I thought was really interesting because like, I don't know. It just, it does kind of seem like the season of the like, both the magic and like the antlered animal and the like the little tail slithering behind it's very just like witchy pagany like it's all like that good mystical sorts of things yeah i know i was trying to find i saw that same thing about um i'm trying to find where it is crocodile can't uh unicorn being the final one what's there's a third one it's because we also saw crawl i was like yes yes um (laughs) I don't know what the third one is because I don't know if it was on the same website. It was like I'm a very long find. blog that I was reading. I know. I'm like, I'm looking to see if I can find um, where this is. But anyways, I, yeah, I, I love that. Even the idea too of like um, sold out really like fucking had some killer info in this one. Um, but the idea of like winter being you know, Capricorn, the ruling planet is Saturn, which is about karma. And I think this idea of like winter is when you also find out if you like stored enough and you stored your stuff properly and you uh, like, you did you save money? Did you buy the right things? Did you, are you going to have food? Are you able to sustain through this winter? And thinking about that all of the time, like it just thinking of that being Capricorn energy where it's like, it is about, conservation and making sure that there's enough to get you through difficult times it's a melancholy it can be a like heavy downer practically sign but they're like getting ready for fucking winter yeah someone has to think about it because it's not if you don't then winter comes and you don't have any food saved up mm-hmm. i saw that like that too that the whole crocodile thing before and what's dash your dash sign uh 
talked about I looked up the symbology of crocodiles before I got into the more of the sea goaty things and it was very similar in the sense that like crocodiles are revered for you know they can go on earth and water that's like mm-hmm. fucking cra- that's crazy shit and it's powerful and totem wise it's they can see clearly through their dreams and to get on onto land like they can like sit sit in the emotions of water and then get up there and go do it and I think that makes sense for this end of year taking stock of like all year we've been doing and dreaming and which dreams have we done and which things have we done that we wish we've dreamed about and I think it is a good time to like and it's again you know it's the mid heaven too so it really is trying to like get into that utmost point of like what is this for like what what are we doing and yeah Capricorn I think it's of all the stereotypes of kind of being this fuddy duddy emotionless like uh, just follows the rules and that's it it's like obviously there's kernels of truth from those things but I think it represents bigger things I think Capricorns can have emotions but I think it it is also not going to just give things away I think it's going to want to move towards the dreams that it wants and not get tied up in the busyness or like the kind of distractionary sort it doesn't have time it like it, there's other things it wants to do kind of like in the Aries sort of ram energy so uh I thought it was cool that they had that and also I think it was like in uh what in like yeah because it's part of Vedic astrology with the the crocodile thing but also in the Indian festival of Makara with which is the beginning of their new year, which is January 14th or 15th, which is all about Capricorn stuff. So you get your whole fucking festival, uh, Capricorns in India. So come through. Well, I think the something that sold out, uh, which I think actually, I don't know who owns the website, if they're male or female, um, but it's a lot from a woman author. It's from another book. I'll mm-hmm. find the, the name of her because I always go back and forth about he or she. So I'm going to start saying she because a lot of this is excerpt from Alice A. Bailey's uh, The Labor of Hercules and Astrological Interpretation. Okay. So, um, but so Alice brings up a lot about Capricorn being impersonal. Mm. And I think that, you know, obviously a lot of the words would be cold and withholding and all of these. Um, but at the same time, it's like, no, it's just not. Capricorn's not taking it personal so they're not indulging in your personal either because it's not like winter isn't personal it's the time of year so it's like it it's not uh happening to you mm-hmm. or whatever it's like it's happening whether you're on board or not so what are you going to do to get through it and you know the I, the traditional idea of like father being associated with with uh Capricorn and Saturn that idea of like it's you have to provide for a family you can't uh it's not personal it's not about you it's not about this thing it's like well I'm doing this for everybody I don't know you can't in order to in order to care for people personally you do have to kind of reject yourself as as a person that is just motivated by individual desires and things like that Mm mm-hmm one of the things I also looked into was the age of Capricorn, which is supposed to occur uh, a good 1,500 years from now. Um, and, I mean, it's all speculation, of course. Uh, one of the things that is speculated is a split between the evolved and the regressing souls. So those who are being good and those who are being bad, which sounds very biblical and like kind of, um, I mean, who knows what would, what, how much technology will have occurred in, in, those, in that number of years. Um, but 
also the I think this is all from Astrolada. Um, they're they were talking about how evil happens often out of ignorance mm-hmm. and not pleasure or like evil people like take pleasure in it. Right. Evil that happens out of ignorance is not like uh, a regression of the soul. It's like a mistake, a learning a opportunity to learn. It's when you like it that you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that they talked about was they call it the date of the gate of death or the gate of cosmic consciousness and um i thought that's interesting because i think sometimes like i have heard capricorn referred to as the skin a lot which is the way we experience the world and then or the way i guess your soul would experience the world and then that gate of death would be when your soul transcends your skin when you mm-hmm. when you leave your body so i think that's like an interesting way of looking at it i mean who knows obviously we're not going to be alive to find out mm-hmm. but i think it's an interesting um what an interesting way of looking at well, like that. Or I might be reincarnated. Yeah. Well, My biggest fear, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, life is, I mean, life is beautiful, the movie, and should be lived. But like the idea of doing it all over again forever kind of isn't, it's intimidating as fuck. Well, you might have already done it. And you, Shit, maybe this might you be, don't know. Maybe this th- this is the end, mommy. Well, I like that. I love that image of, of your soul transcending your skin because it's the cancer Capricorn axis. And cancer is kind of like when you figure out you ha- have a soul, that mm-hmm. that's the thing. And then it makes sense that on the other side is like, yeah, and this soul is contained in a skin that has real... that. It's, you know, Capricorn will go through the stats in, in a moment, but it's skin and joints and bones and things that can be broken and hurt and things where it's like, yeah, you also like live in a real body that you need to care for mm-hmm. uh, in order for that soul to persist. Mm-hmm. And when you can can understand that you have both and both are like, uh, you know, again, that like impersonal thing, it's like recognition of a soul in others makes everybody nobody because we're all just pe- we're all just souls walking around mm-hmm. you know and your body's a temple and um, like gotta treat it right the astrology for dummy dummies book notes that <laughs> um at the time it was published more presidents of the united states were uh born with their sun or moon in capricorn than any other sign um they attribute this to ambition shrewdness and slow steady movement towards their goals they want the top spot and they're gonna get there that's what it says hell yeah i mean well happy to hear that (laughs) um let's go through just some some quick stats hell yeah um again we're talking about the sign of of capricorn uh this is a, a cardinal earth sign the symbol, the yeah, the symbol is the sea goat. I feel like people go back and forth about whether it's a sea goat or just the goat. Uh, I like sea goat. Fish goat hybrid is a you know another. I like, I like the fishing goat. Sea goat I, sounds I like, nice, but I, like I also it. just love goats. I like goats too. I mean, I think fish and goats should be. I thought I read something too of so some people saying like they don't like live in the water. That like they're still like a landly thing, but. I mean, it's also a fucking seagull. So I think it's like use your yeah, there's water use, on Earth, man. Use your imagination. I love it. Um, that's the symbol. Uh, ruling planet Saturn. Uh, ruling body part, as I mentioned, bones, teeth, joints. Uh, specifically the knees. Uh, as well. Uh, ruler of the tenth house. Well, 
planet i guess whatever 10th house is is the association uh associated house with capricorn um the tarot card is the devil which i love Ooh. uh day of the week saturday Durr. Uh, the color from Astro for Dummies. Sorry, brown. Uh, well, hey, Earth I tones. Love I love brown, but you know, no one, no one's fighting over brown. It's like I think well, it's like, it. I mean, but also it's a it mature, it's a mature color. Like when you're 12, like if you said your favorite color is brown, people would be like, "Is she okay?" But now it's like, hey, I love a good sand. I'm 12. Like a I linen like camel, 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 uh, camel stone. Like any sure. of those good colors. Um. From a tropical westerny perspective, it's typically December twenty first through January nineteenth. Oh yes, I forgot the dates. Ish. Um, right down. Um, but you have to know this. And also obviously Earth sign, grounded, yeah, honey. Last Earth sign. So come come to the through. Oh, here's a joke from Astrology <laughs> for Dummies. I love this. How many Capricorns does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? How many? One, but it has to be her idea. Oh. Oh, roasted. Bird. I mean, I was going to be like, yeah, I think that Capricorn could get the light bulb probably. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think I felt about Capricorn reading about it, I think similar to, oddly enough, similar to Leo a little bit of this idea of like, I really like Capricorn. I have a Capricorn moon, so I think about it a lot. Um but I like the idea of Capricorn kind of being like, yeah, and now what are you going to do? Like, so what are you going to do about it? Um, that's so funny you said that because when you look at the glyph, right, which I think a lot of people have their interpretations like, oh, it's the hoof and the seagoat tail or it's the like body of the ram and the seagoat tail. I think to me, like, it's clearly like this Aries V ram, but also that twisty curly is very Leo to me. Mm-hmm. And it has that like Leo tail energy and I, I think just tails manes what have you like that upkeep thing that capricorn is very concerned with and i wrote that down for like for the glyph was just like i really see leo and i feel leo-y things from capricorn people that it is that like um aries leo that fiery considering it's an earthy watery sign of like doing things for yourself mid heaven being who you want to be who you aspire to be and i think aries and leo are those people that like are working like aries working hard towards a goal and like just fucking doing it no matter what and a leo really like planning and caretaking and grooming and doing those things so i think that i think capricorn does have that culmination you feel and i i saw that in the glyph and that's so funny i'm well, mentioning it's, that it's an it's the 10th sign so it's another one of those like out a bigger thing or whatever like leo is about that like out fifth uh un je ne sais quoi element or whatever yeah. like the thing the, when when a person creates something and then that is its own thing and i think it's interesting having capricorn come after sagittarius because it's like okay cool you've gone out in the world and now what are you going to do with that knowledge that you learned how are you gonna now that you're aware that there's a world what are you gonna do to help it or how are you gonna live your life based on on those things Mm -hmm. because it's one thing to just go and kind of like take from things and and expand but then it's like what what for yeah well i think capricorn also compared to maybe those earlier fire signs of aries and leo capricorn understands that you need to uh, and I think that's why it's kind of wedged between Sag and Aquarius is like, I think it knows that you need to go like, you're not just going to grow this career alone. And maybe if you have structure. a soul, yeah, structure. Structure. maybe you have a bones. soul, maybe you have a solo practice. Sure. But you need patrons, you need 
oh, people that build your, you need a team. And I think they recognize that they can lead teams. They can lead people. They can work smarter, not harder. Like Capricorn doesn't, they can do hard work, but they're also probably behind the scenes figuring out a way to do things that are, to make it less hard at the end of the day. Uh, which well, I think. to last. It yes. to be, to be, um, yeah. Well, I think that 10th house too, being a public persona and stuff, I know we think of it as work a lot. Uh, because that is where a lot of us are, are most public or around the most people a day or so. But, um, I mean, think about, uh, speaking at someone's wedding, having an audience of any sort. I think all of that is very like 10th house, very like any kind of 10 you see in, in tarot, like 10 of cups is usually like a wedding or, or a gathering of, of community. And, uh, so I think that, uh, remembering that like some of those, uh, heights and, and public persona stuff are fun parts too it's not all like work capricorns are very fun people they're like they're always they're work hard play hard they're always like party harder than anyone you know they're Mm -hmm. fun and funny and i feel like you bring that up often about reminding us how funny capricorns are but it is that you know being honest and being realistic is often some of the funniest that's where like the funniest observations come from and the most uh like yeah, I yeah, I really I feel this with all of the signs whenever we do them, but I really really like felt admirous and and uh tender towards towards Capricorn on this one. I uh well they they are like while they're like, "Oh, I'm out to get it." Like obviously the sea goat and the goats in general are like our ambitions, they're climbing, they're doing what they have to do, but they also do care about the world at large they care it's not a dog eat dog me or nothing like they recognize the consequences of their actions and the consequences of other people's actions they are connect they're really earthy i think they're very like i feel like they're people who've been like composting longer than you like they've like yeah it's like this is just part of like life this is like things that you have to do like i can't believe everyone's just learning about like thrifting clothing like rather than you know like they're they're well studied they're smart and they you know i think all earth signs can have some stubbornness to a certain point um but capricorns i think and i talk about a little bit later in the placements i think when you do surprise a Capricorn, like their whole perspective and world just can shift. Like, and I think that they're open to that shift. I think all our signs are actually really open to that shift. I think sometimes it just needs to kick them in the fucking tooth. (laughs) And then they're like, whoa, harder to kind of pull one over on, on a Capricorn because they do think that they've thought of everything or that they're on top of it. I mean, literally like a mountain on top of a thing, looking down at the 10th house. I'm on top of it looking whatever Look, but it's I'm like earth oh, and there's emotions a, there still might be a thing behind you or you can't see it mm-hmm. yet or well, i think one of the great examples that i found of capricorn people is jrr tolkien, tolkien. yeah mm-hmm. um because i think i mean i have tried to read lord of the rings so many times and i it's just too much i just can't it's a lot finish. of book. it it's very well written and like i no shade at all i just like can't get through it um but a lot of the symbology in the books is like mountains and forests and all this kind of stuff. And there's this like dreamy quality to it where it's like there's a quest, there's a mission, we're doing this, but there's all this like dream, which is like very sea goat to me where it's like mm-hmm. a little bit fucking woo woo weird and a little bit like practical, yeah, like mission, you know? So I think that's, I think that's cool. I think it's a good example. I know a few Capricorns that love his works. So. Well, and the idea of them going, it's, you know a thing a thing that could give one person all of the power i can't think of a more capricorn struggle than (laughs) having 
all, literally all the power and control or destroying it so no one has all of the power and control. Yeah. And that's such a like that's I, that's why I love the devil as the tarot card because it's like it's not it's about understanding embracing shadow side and those all earthly bounds but not being chained to that like understanding that you also can what's well, like managerial it's like i should have all the power so that i could give you the power of like i don't really want to deal with people's schedules so you're i'm giving you this like i think they know how to delegate and know like Capricorns do recognize their strengths and weakness weaknesses. They know where they excel and where maybe it might be hard for them to admit, like where they might not be the strongest. So they want all that power so they can distribute to who they trust to then carry out like the remainder of their power to choose that cabinet, to choose the people who make up their staff, to make up that board. Um, and back into the glyphs too. What I liked, there was like a Babylon, in like Babylon, like I don't know how you say this, so forgive, but like EA, yeah. Ah, and Akkadian and Enki, which is all like these, the sea goat sorts of things. Um, all the representation was intelligence, creation, crafts, again, with the holiday season, magic, water, seawater, and lake water, which I think is like Capricorns do have like the, the earthy, the beauty, like they love like good looking stuff and they like style and they like admire those sorts of things. And they also like to feel accomplished and to feel like they've, their life had some kind of purpose and meaning like I don't think a goat goats usually don't just like wander they're usually like heading somewhere that they they gotta go well it's the thing it's like I'm gonna work if I'm gonna work this hard I want something to show for it there's a reason why you do it yeah it's not just to like burn out it's the I like the idea of that like 10 of cups I'm seeing there but it's like the work even the number 10 it's like the work of one person for uh, it's contribution to the circle the collective being yeah. that zero number that it's like uh yeah working for everyone working for working so that we can all enjoy the spoils of of my of my work yeah Toads. hell yeah um let me tell you about the labor oh yeah story time so this labor is another like pretty straightforward one but ended up being really profound to me um this one it's basically hercules has to go to hercules goes down to hades to free prometheus who has been is chained to a rock and is getting his liver fucking eaten out uh on a daily basis hell yeah getting eaten out by vultures um (laughs) not coming uh or maybe coming uh but he's immortal so he has to live this torturous day over and over and over because he stole the fire from the gods um so hercules is tasked with the the uh going down and and freeing him they don't tell him how but they just say he's he's in hades so you have to go down and you have to find out so he goes and descends uh oh the the great teacher says and i like this uh a thousand dangers you've braved, O Hercules, and much has been achieved. Wisdom and strength are yours. Will you make use of them to rescue one in agony, a prey to vast and unremitting suffering? So it's like he's done all these tasks, and now this is the first time that we see Hercules doing it for someone else, like saving someone else. Usually it's him kind of doing his own his own things, but... Uh, so he goes down to hell. He like has to kind of fight his way through. He has to cross the river Styx and it's creepy and all of this. But he finally gets to 
the throne where he meets Hades himself and is like, hey, I'm here to save Prometheus. And Hades is like, yeah, you can do that, but you have to, uh, you got to fight this uh, monster Cerberus, who's the dog, which we saw in in Hercules, the movie, the three-headed dog with snakes around its neck. Oh. And he's like, if you can conquer this Cerberus with your bare hands, then you can free you don't even have to do anything. Just do that. I'll let him. I'll set him free. You don't have to do anything. And Hercules is like, challenge accepted because he fucking did it. He <laughs> he just choked it out and conquered it with his bare hands. And then it was like, all right. He found Prometheus and let him go. And then they walked up back out of hell, out into the light. And uh, the teacher was like, the light now shines within the world of dark. The labor is achieved. Holy shit. So it's like. A let, very, let a Capricorn I like do that it. That's a devil card too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a literal descent. That's what this sold out um Alice uh Alice A. Bailey excerpt was so much about is just the idea of again, this is Christian leaning, um, but Capricorn being the sign of Christ who died and was born again, all of these descended into hell and came back out. All of the, it's the down down from the depths in order to you have to go down into your own personal hell in order to help free other people from their personal hells because you understand the the descent and rise from that. And then because of that, that's kind of where she brought up this impersonal idea where it's like because of your personal – that's like a, that can be a lonely thing, um, but you are helping people transcend by seeing everybody's personal things becoming impersonal. I don't know. It's – I I liked that as like the the idea of kind of the burden of being a Capricorn and being responsible and and doing those things and kind of going back to this idea about kindness of of like cutting those people slack that it's like yeah that's a lonely sad place to be of like the one being alone descending into hell and back to like save someone else and it's like yeah you can be rewarded for that and it's re- it's a it's helpful, but you have to fucking go go through hell often. Mm-hmm. Damn, that just made me realize like Capricorns are like the people that can like open the jars for you. That yeah. like when it's like really hard to open like a pickle jar, they're just like, look, you gotta tap it on the floor. Or like I just like I've like I've worked all my life to be that person. Like I'm so flattered. You think I am the person that can open the pickle jar, and now I am going to get this open for you and show you everything I've been working towards this grip baby I think Capricorns are the reason that people say Tauruses are lazy and I do resent (laughs) them for that (laughs) I mean it is funny how like Virgo of the earth signs like Virgo and Capricorn are like the fucking worker bees and like Taurians and Taurians are like they're sleepy <laughs> I mean I am sleepy but also Taurians work hard too but I don't think the Taurians don't have any shifts I pick up it's fine but Taurians don't have yeah. I- Taurians I don't have identity in work which I think like I think when you shift more towards philosophy and identity and you get later down in like the zodiac line I think it does become more of like who am I appearing outwards where the earlier signs do have Jesus like I'm just hungry and I'm just I horny I do I don't know but th- that might not be to do with my sun sign yeah but I think I do have like well I think I take a lot yeah. of stuff personally I think like well, I think, think like want to be good at what they do but I don't think it's necessarily like 
who they are stereotypically i think it's more i think it's just different kinds of like product of your labor it's that where it's like i think taurus likes to see a more immediate product and i don't know i have a lot of capricorn too i i identify with being a stand-up comedian i identify with being a bartender i usually say that before i am you know happy or sad or yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah. but i have both so it's hard for me to say which ones I, coming out the mouth i thought it was also interesting that prometheus is in this labor even though like it's after he's already stolen the fire i just thought it was interesting that capricorn and aquarius are both saturn ruled and it's like um s- capricorn energy kind of sh- takes the like Capricorn energy walks so Aquarius energy can run. And it's that thing of like, yeah, sometimes you have to like do the, uh, yeah, Aquarius is cool because they like are fucking rebels and they open up the fucking, you know, we're back to the first labor that we started with. Yeah. We like open up the river and wash it down. Isn't that fucking fun? But sometimes you have, sometimes someone has to come unchain you from a rock and they have to do it the old fashioned way, which is like descending through hell. Mm -hmm. You can't always have like a workaround of a thing. So I just thought that was interesting. And and again, kind of made me appreciate and um, have some fondness for Capricorn because it's like, yeah, that is pretty fucking cool. Someone does need to do these things. Mm -hmm. And, And I am glad that there are Capricorns and that they are in the shit. I think too, though, on like the like other side is since they can do it, sort of like Scorpio energy. I think sometimes it's like, but you don't have to if it, yes. if you don't like. Like, no one's like being like prove that you can do it. But I think in their sometimes in their minds it can be like they are. They're yes. like everyone wants me to prove. Yeah, like, and it's like yeah, no one exactly. asked yeah. you to do this yeah. at all. So I think that's just a reminder to our Capricorny. Oh, I think it applies to Scorpio people too of like. I'm just like, do you like this? You can. It's it's okay to like get checked back out and be like, do you like this? Because um, you can do anything. Good for you. <laughs> you can trudge through any hell that is presented to you with like a cutie little smile on your face and like, how's that too bad? And it's like mm. making it look easy, baby. Pretty basically. Um, uh, let's go through some placements. Some placements. Yeah, um, I mean, we've been talking about in general, but the word that. Uh, the key word that March and McEvers from the only way to learn astrology book say uh, for Capricorn Sun is cautious. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, that's. I like, don't love it. I feel like they have really <laughs> great words. Um, I think cautious also can just go with like one who was cautious is also kind of smart, like yeah. rather than just kind of like yes being wild and throwing yourself into whatever is is cute and can be lead you to different paths you don't know um but yeah i think there's obviously i think i really do think capricorns get some of the worst stereotypes yeah. of the of the mimi zodiacy life well it's just like man why'd you gotta do them like that there's a but there's a there's a uh, snappier word we could have used for the one keyword but i think also i was coming into reading this coming off of sold out and being like oh oh that just hang on before we do this there's one going on what you were saying of like the downside of this so sold out talks about all of these uh like christ consciousness things oh Oh, mm -hmm. this you know capricorn is is so fucking christ consciousness is so fucking all about it but uh 
They say, if you were born, if you were born in the sign of Capricorn, please do not get the idea that you are an initiate. We should lay emphasis on a sense of proportion and the inferior and the status of evolution. Aspirants either suffer from an inferiority complex that makes them feel it's not possible to do anything, or they have an exaggerated idea of their importance. They have a touch of soul consciousness, but only a tiny touch, which they think is the whole thing and become inflated. Holy shit. Jesus. All right. So rude. <laughs> yeah. Before you get all inflated, like, oh, yeah, you're you're right. I am fucking Christ incarnate. Well, you know what it goes back to? And we haven't really talked about this symbology with cancer and Capricorn is the mom dad struggle. Like Capricorns are seen in the dad zodiac. And guess what? Like a lot of dads <laughs> like talked about early on, like you're not as physically connected as you are to like a mother figure. And like dads usually do feel like the outsider. And I think they have to be. There's so many stereotypes of being a provider and this and that. And there's like all this put pressure put on that no one ever really did when everything should actually just be equal share and equal work and everything should be like everyone pulls their own weight. But there is this like disconnect emotionally. I think that a lot and we just see it even in just mammals like, you know, male fucking dad creatures want to eat their offspring usually because they're jealous that it's taking away the attention from the mom. And Mm -hmm. that's like. All right, that's fucking weird. But I think there is some like, yeah, you're not really like in the club. You're like this outsider looking in and now you have to like go work for us. Thanks. And I think that can feel really isolating and feel really like, of course, you're going to feel cold and emotionally detached when you're kind of been declared as this like just go work for us yeah like, we get don't need- stuff and then come back and then also share attention it's like i again i get i get it not in like the stereotypical kind of heteronormative ways of thinking about a father energy but there is that when it's like oh i'm responsible you guys are here having all the fun you are the soft nice one and i'm out here making sure we're putting fucking food on the table mm-hmm. where's my where's my hut where's my fucking yeah and that's why those dynamics are like typically don't work like or they burn it's very equals burnout or feeling resentful Resentful. and feeling these things drink and and, (laughs) take a shot uh like you're not doing every like yeah i think Capricorns, everyone needs an equal share of the pie we all need times to be emotional and vulnerable and then times to do all the work but no one's saying do it like just like how it's written like you don't need to be a cookie cutter model of like what a provider looks like because providing can be all sorts of different ways Anywho, Cap Risings. Um, I love, I think Capricorn Rising is a very, I think since it does have those Leo qualities, like I think Leo Rising is a very sexy kind of placement. I think Cap Rising is also kind of a very sexy placement. I see very like someone that wants to be taken seriously, someone that does want to be taken as a powerful figure, someone that like all the Cap Risings I know and now I'm like, realizing i know a lot more cap risings in general are those people that have like their signature makeup is they have a look they have their signature makeup they can do it in under five minutes they have like a timeless like they're almost like very daria-y where it's like i have my look Mm -hmm. i figured it out it's working for me and it's just like a very like curt fabulous um i think uh, i think all capricorns have a very funny dry sense of humor um but i think capricorn risings do have that like leo rising where you're just like oh they're just like oh do you just oh you put on that like oversized jacket and it works for you wow so like one could be so lucky mm-hmm. both the virgin mary and jesus christ are listed as capricorn <laughs> risings on oh, yeah. astro theme um, how, how do they know i don't know i think it's probably divined yeah. uh <laughs> 
Uh, Ariana Grande. Oh uh, wow, Chris- she's she's such a cap rising. Yes, Cristiano is. Ronaldo, Prince Harry, Kylie Jenner, Gwen Stefani. Oh, Queen Elizabeth, Zac Efron, Giselle. I am searching for a person of color. Oh, um, Inter- gotta go, gotta keep scrolling. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess a lot of oh Lenny Kravitz there we go ah oh gotta love that video where his dick pops out just uh oh, yeah. if you haven't seen it definitely google it but it, it, that's interesting the ones you said of just like oh yeah like my like my look is figured out like I got like I'm this is what I'm doing when you hear my name you understand what I'm about and I think they do want to like put everything kind of out like on the table like this is what I'm into honey like well, it's, no questions. I mean, it's- public too i can't think of a more like my look needs to communicate who i am kind of rising sign where it's like yep here it is yeah product ready to go to print Uh i also see um simple like Uh i have Mm -hmm. a friend i don't know her rising sign but one of the things she always says is i like it because it's simple (laughs) and it'll it could be like an outfit or like food or whatever and it's like i like that like especially for rising where it's like yeah i like this like simple shirt and it's comfortable and like conveys what i wanted to convey Mm -hmm. and it's easy it's Mm -hmm. it's true everyone has like a very like simple elegant elegant for sure not simple like no like it's it's timeless in a lot of ways it's timeless and also i think a cap rising is going to be like Spe- buy a $60 black button down shirt right, right. not the $12 yes. black button down shirt it's gonna fit better you're gonna keep it longer and it's just I'm gonna wear this also every day so We're thinking simple wedding dress like mm-hmm. it's not like a like a too much wedding dress is too much you know yes totally yes uh, cat moons hey love them hey babe also like so many I've we talked about this I think before and just general chit chat but it's so many com- capricorn moons so many comedians have capricorn moons like i feel like we there was like a long list of just which i mean it makes sense you're not going to get wrapped up in the you know sweeping feelings of the world it's very just like scientifically taking a peek and looking under the hood of everybody i think the shitty stereotype is that they don't emote which i think is and again going back to scorpio stuff i think it's similar of like yeah to their friend of 12 years of course they're going to emote but like to like the person on the bus are they gonna like pour their heart out like a gemini probably probably not as much um and that's probably (laughs) for the best for for everybody i think they um do feel proud with like seeing growth in themselves seeing growth in the people around them seeing growth in their life seeing growth just like the accomplishment elements of capricorns that's gonna feed a cap moon soul versus kind of like the flightiness of emotions between a bunch of scattered ass people julia as a cat moon expert comment well i mean yes i agree with that the word that march and mcevers use is emotionally reserved mm. which i think i like i like that because i think it is i like the idea of like having a large reserve of emotions but making sure that you are only using them sparingly where it's like you can't I think Capricorn moons do feel deeply things, but they wait to determine if this is the time to like, is this a feeling time or is this a acknowledging our feelings and moving past them kind of time where it's like, do I need to be the one that gets over this? Okay. Is this but mm-hmm. like, I have a lot of cash in the bank and I'm saving it up 
and sometimes we never use it. Sometimes we just save it, and that's the the downfall. <laughs> being too uh, fiscally conservative with our emotional bank, mm-hmm. um, but, but I think it also is like. But emotions do exist. I yes, think like exactly. The, the, it's like acknowledging that you sometimes you do need to let them out. Sometimes you do need to spend a little more frivolously, um, or it can't hurt, especially if you've saved a lot <laughs> right uh, you know it's what do you say but what are you saving it up for if, mm-hmm. like having again having kind of a purpose behind it and making sure that it's being used yeah um but yeah i think it's also like a, a good um a practical one and it's like okay well what are we gonna do about it it's not getting hung up on on the why this okay it happened so what so now what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bradley pitt Oh, um, I never think I've ever heard him as Bradley. <laughs> I, I, I call him that. Hello, Four Bradley buds. Pitt. Uh, George Clooney, Amy Winehouse, Julia Loken, Ryan Gosling, <laughs> um, David Beckham, Courtney Kardashian, Matt Damon, Melania Trump. Oh, Cher, Uh-oh. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know it. Yes. Holy shit. Um, ooh, Reese Witherspoon, John Bon Jovi. There's a lot. It's, I think that ma- makes sense but in those, terms of being ambitious and it's also an idea of like, okay, well, am I going to let my feelings stop me from doing something? No, you got to put, you got to be impersonal about it. You don't really think that list right there isn't people I would think of as very, not that it's, again, I don't mean it as a shade, like they're not emotive, but they are very like, I got it. Like, it's like, I got this shit. You're not going to like see them wild out like in this, like, just like predictable sorts of ways it is very like mm -hmm, like keeping it's keeping that presence and keeping that like again respect and power and just like even just thinking of Reese Witherspoon who's an Aries and Cat Moon and that is very like ambition like it makes sense she's fucking Tracy Flick in election like it's just like mm -hmm, I'm like I'm here and ambitious and I'm doing and I'm doing my things uh Capricorn Mercury uh I mean I think this is the person like I mentioned with the pickle jars, this person is breaking down those Ikea instructions. They're decoding. I think there's someone that can process information where sometimes I think some signs and some people might feel, and again, just a preference, everything's going to depend on your aspects and houses. Y'all, y'all know this if you've come this far. Um, but I think decoding, breaking down, like maybe probably a good mediator and can like really just take in info and really lay it out versus maybe some other signs and placements that might feel a little more emotionally swayed again this is gonna like really just being like i've taken stock of how i feel and also what needs to be done and the verdict is <laughs> you know let's go with our feelings or let's go with our this like i think going back into not being emotionless they know when to use the emotions when it's time like when again time when it's time to do it um yeah and they can put hard stops to probably dumb shitty conversations too and just be like can we like like <laughs> move to something else now thanks and please Marchie McEvers call this placement serious. <laughs> I think it's also a funny sign, a funny placement too. Again, where you're being really blunt and um, uh, I don't have time for this. What are we talking about? Like, or what are you, what are you asking? Get to the Move point. It along. It's a very get to the point. I feel like a cat Mercury is also like, while this maybe might be more moon Venusy, is not afraid to do like a little eye. Like, ugh, okay. Like, enough <laughs> i've heard mm-hmm. i've heard i've heard from you keep it moving mm-hmm. i see these people as being sort of iconic in their own right and and not necessarily for their vocal patterns or the way they speak or you know 
Um, Taylor Swift, Michelle Obama, Brad Pitt, Shakira, Elvis, David Bowie, Jim Morrison, um, Billie Eilish, James Dean. I mean, they're all like, they all have quite a style. Yes. And and some of them vocally and stuff, but, but, uh, but even I think the idea of accomplishing something with words and having your words speak to a great being used as representative for something bigger reaching the biggest amount i mean these are also huge some of the biggest pop stars of all time are here too like communicating this simple idea of this is who i am by taking the stage like elvis or david bowie where it's like yeah i have on makeup or like i'm wearing this fucking glitter full-on suit it's like you are still communicating via like you're still expressing yourself via how you've dressed or the way you move or whatever. So well, interesting. It's, it's what's interesting too is like you know obviously Bowie wanted to spark conversation about like by pushing looks of androgyny and you know femininity and all that. But on the flip side, which I think is interesting now, I'm obviously a different generation is Billie Eilish who's doing the opposite and it says I'm never gonna wear form fitting clothing because I don't want I'm 17 and you shouldn't be talking about how I have big boobs and how I like my body like I'm gonna like deep body myself and i think that's like such an interesting like stance for a young woman to take Uh, well i mean to be taken very like seriously and conservatively and and not and to let communicating to you this is not okay and and i'm literally telling you this is why i'm doing this because i want you to take my words seriously and hear me and and understand what i'm saying because this is powerful so i don't want anything again that like keeping it simple where it's like it's simpler to get this out of the way so you can hear what i'm saying even with that lame and i hate late night talking points because they're just made up clickbait but the one where it's like billy eilish has never heard of van halen and it's like jimmy fallon be like do you know van halen she's like "Mm." and i feel like some pop star celebrities would be like is that weird i don't know and she's like no I haven't. It it makes sense for the time I was born that I've never heard of Van Halen. And also, it's not like they're not the fucking Beatles, dude. It's, it's Van, Van Halen. Halen. Yeah. And also, I'm sure I she, love Van Halen, yeah. by the way. But like, also, yeah. I'm sure if she heard Jump, she'd be like, oh, yeah, that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. So oh, that this. song that's on at Walgreens all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sure. <laughs> Billie Eilish doesn't go to Walgreens. Also, Billie Eilish has new. Yes. St- no, I know. Also, she has new. Uh, LA- Have you heard her LAX spots? No, but I heard that she has. Them. She's like, hi, I'm Billie Eilish. And LA is my home and favorite place to be. Welcome to LAX. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so like monotone. Oh, and it's like, yep, tight. that's where I'm from. Even though Billie Eilish straight up thought she was Billie Eilish. Wouldn't that doesn't sound like a nice yeah. British name? Yeah. Billie Eilish. But she's from Highland she's Park. She's from Highland Park. Los Angeles. Um, Venus. Venus. Cap Venus. Um, I feel like we've had a lot of previous guests with Cap Venus. I don't know. It's, I feel like we've talked about Capricorn Venus quite a bit. Definitely values ambition hard work stability um i wrote down like when i was thinking about capricorn venus placements that like no scrubs would be like such the cap venus anthem and then i was like does anyone in tlc have a cap venus and of course chili does have a cap venus mm-hmm. and t-boss has a cap moon but t-boss and left eye also share a taurus venus so i think that makes sense that all these earth, earth venuses, venuses were like no, no scrubs no scrubs go make money move out of your mom's house get a phone plan like thank you so much mm-hmm. um so a partner that can obviously hold their own and don't need their handheld is sexy to a cat venus they show me that you can hang without me show me that you can go to a party and talk to other people and not like be like mimi i need you and i think that's really 
going to be key to a Capricorn Venus feeling like, oh, I love you. I think it's valuing sustainability. Yeah. Valuing this. Um, the word is dedicated. Mm. This is one that I get all the time. People asking me, will you look at my chart about my this and this? Yeah. And I, for some reason, a lot of the love questions I get have Cap Venus. I think it's because they, they have high standards, but also... Um, they don't they're not the kind of people that want to like enact those standards on other people but they still have the standards you know yeah, yeah. they're not going to be like sorry you have to be fucking two bedroom apartment or nothing but it, no, they want but a two bedroom like, apartment or nothing you know mm -hmm. yeah so uh some of the peoples are bradley pitt <laughs> wow he's uh quite quite happy he's got some caps uh steve jobs britney spears scarlett johansson elvis again miley justin timberlake bjork uh tyra banks bradley cooper alicia keys that's interesting michael jordan I, that's interesting for britney and i think i talked about it on britney's gram back in the day before um that everything blew up uh but just like it's interesting britney kept picking partners who couldn't really do those cat fantasy things mm -hmm. and like i think it's hard especially since she's a sagittarius aqua moon like you don't it's hard to admit that you want someone that fucking has a job it sounds boring stable like, sound, yeah, yeah like it sounds lame but it's it's gonna like sustain you it's gonna sustain you and it's gonna make you not have to be the cool one or the word one to pick up the bill or like do those things that like do build up over it's so time that you can be a fun free sagittarius yes and it That's makes sense that now she's with sam who like while he is trying to climb is has his personal trainer job he's doing his like he does have his own thing he does have his own identity and thing that he's doing while he is maybe a little climbery with britney but whatever what can you do at least he's like working unlike some exes of britney yes. anywho cat mars, mars. Um, this is an exalted placement mm -hmm. obviously mars it's up for a challenge uh you know i feel like they're gonna race you if you want to challenge them to a race to the door they're like oh yeah um i think there's some people who talk a big game and like say like oh i've done this and then they do it and they're okay but a capricorn mars is someone that like steps up and does something and is like amazing at it and everyone's like whoa you're really good what and then they're like oh yeah i wanted to show you i didn't mention um i spent seven years at like wiffle ball training camp and i'm actually like i think they're not they're just gonna like demonstrate and then they after you're wowed then show you like actually and here's the reveal like it and which I think is just so much I can with my Gemini placements can like talk a big game. And then I'm like, whoops, I didn't do as good as I said I was going to. But a Capricorn is, the, again, the reserve. I think cautious is maybe where some of this comes in where it's not cautious. It's just fucking smart negotiate in smart demonstrating and negotiating. Um, they're ambitious and have stamina, like kind of like they're Aries Mars brother in like they're just doing it. Well, it's the word is commanding. And I think that that totally fit or it's like they're the if the, if mars is like war they're the fucking highest ranking general that tells everybody what to do but also has to bear that weight of like oh you they're the person that pushes the button or makes the call that's like they're gonna have to live with how the rest of these soldiers like what happens to them mm -hmm. because they're responsible for it so it's not just like fighting you have to know when to not fight too because you don't want to lose your warriors mm -hmm. totally who, who got our day bradley who pitt <laughs> Hell yeah. Gee, he's so cap yeah, i had no idea wow um albert einstein lady gaga katie perry shakira christina aguilera julia roberts david bowie 
Nicki Minaj, mm. Robert Pattinson, oh. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> oh, what a what a Elaine Delon, our old friend. Elaine, oh yeah, so that like sexy <laughs> like French actor. Oh, Lindsay, interesting. So she's a her Mars is in opposition to her son. She's a Cancer son. Mm-hmm. In very interesting. Her desires versus self. Um, I could. I mean, I would love to just have a oh, Lindsay I'm Lohan dedicated. <laughs> I want to talk about Mykonos. I want to talk about <laughs> the Syrian right. refugees. Like it's yeah, just so much. Too much. Jupiter, Capricorn, Capricorn, which is where we are right now, uh, yes. just recently. So Jupiter's obviously it the, is in fall in this placement. Jupiter's obviously more of the freewheeling planet, the fun, the freedom, the like woo. And obviously Capricorn is the Saturn energy of structure. And um, I think as far as where the personal planets are more, I think personality things, and we're getting more out to the interpersonal, whatever. I think there's going to be some lessons to learn of like what rules are meant to be broken what things you can uh you know adapt and not be so rigid i think they on a positive side they obviously know how to put in the hard work needed to make luck kind of work for them in tangent rather than just kind of rely solely on just like circumstances at being um but i think it's cool i mean it's i'm in i'm intrigued with this capricorn jupiter energy that we've moved into uh I'm I'm in I'm into it. It reminds me of that quote that's like luck is preparation meeting opportunity. Yes, one thousand. Capricorn Jupiter is the preparation part, and also just like the seizing the opportunity and being able to like recognize when it's time to uh, cash in. Yeah, I mean it's like right place. Jupiter's that right place, right time. And then Capricorn's like the right person and doing, and, and and going doing for it. it. Yes. Actually executing on the on the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time because I don't like a lot of these people. Oh, um, I wonder if that's because of this Capricorn Jupiter. I don't know. I mean, do they feel it's opportunistic? Like Zuckerberg and like, you know what I mean? It's I mean, like, ring that. Ooh, I feel like that rang. totally. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it fits uh, Eminem. Okay, those three right there. And again, if you're fans of them, whatever. But talk about like, they just do, they, and again, I think it goes with Capricorns. They like what they like. And their internet, Zuckerberg likes being a creepy little online troll. And he made a fucking, one of the most powerful companies and is one of the richest men in the world. ScarJo, acting career, I did like Marriage Story. Uh, Acting career has had some very questionable choosings of roles and things she but said boy uh, has bo- she capitalized on opportunities yes and, and not people to, not to be like oh she hasn't she why i think to me it's like not questioning when you are given an opportunity to help you excel and same with eminem it's like the fact that he's revered as one of the best rappers in the world one of the best and it's like yeah he's like the like you love this white rapper when all these like black people have been doing this for way longer before but he and he just came in the game and changed it all he came in he also came in her game during trl and made it like monstrously funny music videos at the time and like again it's the right place right time and hey i'm gonna be like the white rapper well, in the was game good. And, he wasn't bad and he wasn't That's bad. The thing where it's like if you can back it up but would that fly it's, now as much? Probably not. But like, hey, at the, that time, it was what the people were they're wanted. Let's find some babes in here. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson yet again. I Beethoven. mean, I, I, that goes. Beethoven. Uh, we have Jack Nicholson. He's great. Uh, Khloe Kardashian. I mean, they do. They kind of go where 
they're called. Don't and doubt like, your don't doubt don't doubt it when opportunity knocks. Fucking go. Dude. The word that they use is expedient. Yeah, which I think it's like yeah. I mean, it, just let it happen. Uh, Saturn, of course, this is where uh, Capricorn is dignified. This is the domicile <laughs> placement. We're in it. We're in it. I got it. Lisa I got, got Lisa it. Lisa got it. I caught it. <laughs> I'm in it. Um, I mean, I the thought. HPV of the Zodiac. <laughs> I, we all have Everybody's it. got it. Uh, I've thought a lot about these outer Capricorn things just because it's something that's in my chart and I've looked more into it than maybe other outer things. Um, obviously, time is a big part of Capricorn and Saturn. Like, don't waste my time. Uh, I think Saturn Capricorn people do think a lot about order and I think it's like a time period of generation th- generationally thinking about order what when order is necessary when it's not when it's uh works for us when it works against us when we might need new order how does it that wasn't how a new order song goes but insert new order song here <laughs> um and you know determination like this is like it's working it's I mean, I think sometimes can work maybe to a fault and maybe that goes again with our pride in work too, Lisa because I think sometimes I think and maybe that's the Aries moon where I'm like oh no I don't identify my, my work but I also have a sixth house Capricorn Saturn and like I also stay in jobs like way too fucking long and also like just want to prove that I'm like smarter and better than like everybody when it's like no one asked you to ever do that and uh who was that for? <laughs> Probably just yourself. Mm-hmm. But um, what is... The word is organizing. Yeah. Okay. Barack Obama. Oh, he's Rihanna, our... Oh, uh, yeah. Princess Di, George Clooney, Emma Watson, is skipping over you, Adele. Ah. Our 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 contemporaries and our... Uh, and our Stevie, obviously. Oh, uh, yes. Dear. Yes. Uh, Uranus. Uranus. Cap Uranus. I mean, obviously, Cap. You guys have it. We got it. I caught them all, dude. Yeah. I caught all those backwards. Gotta catch them all. I think, obviously. Gotta not- cap them all. <laughs> Probably not the most chill with change, which is what Uranus is uh, all about. Uh, I think natally, it's like, could be a lot more patience with change, though, like on a po- like more positive outlook. Um, and I think, again, I kind of mentioned it before, I think when a Cap does get sudden change it can feel i think that's when you do see that all of a sudden raw emotional reaction because it's surprising and usually it's hard to surprise a capricorn um but again it's just all working towards their new perspective shift and it's going to be something that they're gonna like oh wow i didn't expect to fall on my ass good thing i know that that's something that makes me fall on my ass now like gonna roll with that well the word that march mcevers uses constructive which i think is is apt because like what you said that's like learning taking constructive criticism learning Mm -hmm. from your mistakes learning from change learning from what didn't work but i think it also is like demanding that any change not be don't change just for change sake right it's change that actually is meaningful that actually helps solves a problem Mm -hmm. so i think it's like maybe less in the kind of traditional capricorn versus aquarius uh, vibe it's maybe less like flashy and uh like uh oh brand spanking new or whatever never before seen and more like oh but that that's an invention that like truly changes everybody's lives on like a minor scale or whatever to uh, Teresa. oh and then like all the people in our yeah you know generation Just anyone who was probably born in 1988 to uh, 
whatever yeah. seven plus seven years or so um neptune capricorn neptune also we all have this have caught it um i think you know capricorns do value style and um I think Capricorns are kind of taste snobs. I think they do really think that they what they like is like the coolest shit. Uh, if they hate something, they like really are like, oh, I can't even, I can't believe you like Eminem, like like I just did just now. Um, so I think they can be very like know it all and very like have take pride in like it's they take pride in the way they dress, the things that they have, like the, their taste that they have, the food that they like. Like they want everything to be the total package. Um, which I think goes with that earthy kind of perfectionism sort of things. Um, and I mean, they're probably got to learn how to maybe adapt to other people's contributions and ideas. Um, might not be the quickest thing for them while they can work hard and stamina through when they have their idea of like, Oh my God, this is going to be the best way to bake this bread. And someone's like, actually like that, like ingredient kind of sucks. Let's do this. And they're like, but I've been, I bought it and I've been practicing with this ingredient and like, that's all I know. And it's like, well, it's time to like do it. And it's like, and it is that it's like, all right, fine. I'm constructing and learning, but it doesn't feel good to do, <laughs> to do it this way. But alas, here I go. Uh, the word is earthbound. Yeah. There's a lot of people that we are all pretty familiar with. I found a woman named Helena Blavatsky. Oh, Madame Blavatsky. Maybe she created the, Theosophical Society. Yeah. So, um, a lot of like occult stuff. Yeah. Oh. So, um, that's cool that she's in there. Okay. And then it's just like people yeah. of our generation. It's all the cat. I mean, we were like that huge stellium, which we talked about in the stellium episode, that cap generation of just stellium overload. Um, and Capricorn and Pluto, Pluto, which we're, also in it. we're in it right now. We entered in um, 2008. We're going to be in this till uh, January 21st, 2024. The last time Pluto was in Capricorn was from November 1762 until uh, December 1778. Um, so it's been a while. We're back here again. Uh, I mean, I think it's interesting this entered in 20, 2008 when like, I mean, the recession and the housing crisis and just like all this, like, you know, the gig, the jig is up, like this is all fucked up. And now obviously from 20, 2008 to 2024, so much has happened. And I know you can say that about any time, but technology wise, so much shit has happened and technology mixed in with society and obviously how we present ourselves and how we want to be seen and how we work and how we, how we structure ourselves. So I think that all kind of, fits with this Pluto-y well, I think generation. It's like, depending on the year, too, it's all... There is no word for March and McEvers because it was written... Uh, they stop at Sagittarius. Wow. Uh, it's an older book. Uh, but I think the idea of calling into question power structures at each different time where it's like, okay, 2008, this is banks, house, Wall Street, housing markets, mm-hmm. whatever, and going on, I'm not going to... I can't come up with one for each year because I think it, like continues on but going through the full 30 degrees of pluto and capricorn it's like just going through different different things are up for Mm reevaluation. i think it's very this is uh you know you can only try to put a circle in a square until you gotta go get in like a square and just change and change your shit and i think it's it is like that reevaluation of who's leading this who's in charge and are you doing a good job and Uh, are you thinking about 
are you taking things personal? Are you using mm-hmm. your or how are you wielding this power? Are you abusing pyre, power at the highest order because you've gotten the highest power? Mm-hmm. Or are you making sure that it's going out to help the most amount of people and and seeing yourself? I think it totally makes sense thinking about that, about the quote about like the presidents of that, where it's like not to say that presidents have done a good job at anything, <laughs> but right. but that idea of like. Are you gonna are you gonna be a figurehead or are you gonna be a fucking diva? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna be Missy Elliott right now. Let let me blow your mind. Hell yeah, dude. It's the um Pluto of the United States. Ah. So the Declaration of Independence was signed during Capricorn and Pluto. Mm-hmm. Um totally. which I think totally makes sense thinking about uh revolting a nation who was you know, taxing their people without letting them vote and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is kind of how I think we're all kind of collectively feeling at the moment. <laughs> like, uh, it's, yeah. we don't have health care. We don't, we're not allowed to, like, I mean, obviously we can vote, but, um, you know, but yeah, we, our we structures, feel like a lot our of power our power structures are aren't not, working for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We feel like a lot of our freedoms are being, are, ta- are uh, unrealistic. Well, and um, also we see how they're working and it's not working for us. So what's, something needs to happen well and i would say on either side depending on which way you look at it i think everybody is dissatisfied with how the system works some people feel like it that means no system is better and other people are like no we need a better different we need to repair the system or whatever so it's it's all that all makes sense Mm. too in terms of like maybe not baby out with the bathwater or burn it the fuck down. It's Pluto. Yeah. I also have Napoleon, uh, Beethoven, right? Yes. Beethoven, Blue Ivy Carter, Northwest, (laughs) all those new babies coming in. Ah, all the new babies, even just like God from 2008 to 2024. I just think of like AOC, even on Twitter when someone, some like pundit is like, Oh, you're just a bartender in this. And she's like, yeah, I am a bartender that like is a part of the people and work their way up. And your point, everyone knows this already. Like get a new fucking thing. Like, and it's just very like, no, like I'm shutting like cap cap Mercury. I'm shutting it down. Like this, your point goes nowhere and I don't even need it. So Mm -hmm. thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Love it. Shall we marry fucking kill some motherfuckers? Okay. Let's start with Cap Suns, Cap Moons. Um, this first one I think is oh so fitting. Susan Lucci. Ooh. I mean, staying power. Yes. So, I'm waiting till the win. And wait until she gets that goddamn Emmy. Yeah. Um, we, you know her. You might love her, but we've talked about her a bunch. Triple Cap. Zoe Deschanel. I mean, can you get more Cap than her? And then Dave Matthews. Oh. Capricorn, sun Cap and moon. Into me. <laughs> so Susan Lucci, uh, Zoe Deschanel, and Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. Um, okay. Wow. I think I'm going to marry Susan Lucci. Um, I hate to... I hate to kill... Not the I I want to play by Lisa's rule, which is you know you kill the man. Uh, maybe I am killing Dave. I don't know if I want to fuck Zoe though. Really? She's cute. She is cute. Have you seen her without the glasses? Yes, it's so weird. Oh, you sent me that. I think probably. But I, I also shook. it's she looks like the like when she's sans bangs and glasses. You're like who whom are you? 
shapeshifter. Well, she found her look. Yeah. And when you find a look, you hang, honey, you hang on tight and you don't let I go. Think I, met, I see her in my head without glasses. I guess she, I feel like sometimes she wears the wiry thin or none, but bangs are Bangs always. for sure. When she has no bangs, it's very, very fucking Yeah. Weird. I don't know. Maybe I would. I'm. This is a hard one. This is a toughie. I'll I, say I don't think I'm able to play by my own rule on this one. Yeah, no. Personally, I am not very familiar with Susan Lucci, and so it terrifies me a little bit to marry. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I also do not like Zoe Deschanel, and I, not that I don't like her because I don't know her, but I don't want to be around the new girl really that much, so I am going to kill her. And I am going to marry Dave Matthews, unfortunately. So you're going to fuck Susan. Because I just don't know her. I had to Google it. And then I still really didn't. It didn't jog anything for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, I, she's adorable. I'm sure she'd be nice in bed. I am feeling <laughs> kind of hesitant now about my decision to marry her because you're right. I do not know that much about her. I know nothing. But really. I also don't want to marry Zoe. This is hard. That's I it. was not That's expecting it. this to be hard. And this feels uh, very practical. Um, I guess I got. OK, I'm going to fucking scrap it i'm gonna marry dave wow i think i'm gonna fuck zoe and i'm gonna kill susan dave does have the winery so Dude, dave, also, dave might be a good time with a little acoustic guitar and a i'm little, gonna uh, use no i mean i yeah i'm marrying dave all right i'm definitely killing dave i can't the music there's like a song or two that i a high school me jived with but every every day every day with dave <laughs> i don't know i gotta kill him sorry Susan, hey, she's got that syndicated money. I think she, she's a babe. I'll marry. I don't know. We we'll, we can get divorced. There's no rule that you have to stay married That's forever. True. We might get- divorce does exist in this game. <laughs> in this u- in this universe, and I think I'll fuck Zoe. It happens in fifty percent of fuck Mary kills. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, I think I'll fuck Zoe because I don't know why not. I'd like to hear some Ben Gibbard stories, and she seems like she'd be she's cute. She'd be fun. Why not? We'll have some whatever. We'll have some light beers. Whatever. Fuck her. Come we'll on. We'll have some light beers so and a boink. Some quirky shit happening. That's what I'm. Really I just don't want her to. Use her, yeah, her quirky voice. Oh. What if that's what she says when she comes? Quirky. <laughs> um, some other. I'm coming. Some other caps. <laughs> some other caps. Sun cap moons. Uh, Jimmy Buffett, Annie Lennox, Donna Summer, Tyrese Gibson, um, Elaine Hendricks. If you don't know, is the evil stepmom yes. from Parent Trap, and, and she's in Romeo Michelle's High School Reunion. She's like, actually, they have great lines. Yes, and she's the editor of Vogue, and yes. I feel like she always plays very similar characters. And on she's Twitter, she still very much regrams and retweets things about being that evil stepmom and being Evian from Superstar, like yes. that like powerful fashion bitch. Um, so I just I thought that very much fit with with she her. She is such a capstone cap moon. Also, Paula Poundstone, Harmony Corinne, Lin Manuel Miranda, our friend that we saw Whoa. in New York. But also, all those people really. Oh God, I forgot like- we saw him. <laughs> <laughs> also, all those people really like what they like. Mm-hmm. like clearly like well, they are very the whole thing i mean yeah. talk about they live the whole it. they live the whole thing love it um also honorable mention too as another three caps on cap moomer i kept rising which we talked about with our triple cap jessica lignano uh was james earl jones as well uh oh, yeah. so cap sun cap rising mary fuck kill we're gonna do diane sawyer okay john legend and anthony hopkins okay I think I got this one on lock. <laughs> go, you go. I got it. This is I, heavy on my heart. 
John Hopkins is the medical guy. Oh no, no Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. He's oh. um the Hannibal uh, Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Oh, I don't know. Never mind. I thought it was the guy. <laughs> the doctor. The yeah. I was like, you're out of here, dude. I don't know <laughs> you. Fucking dead, bro. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I I was jumping at the bit to marry John Legend. Really, <laughs> that was really what it is. Yeah, I feel like you gotta marry John Legend. I don't know. I saw him at Italy. He's very small. And not, I know, to, not to hate. Not to I, not I would marry Diane Sawyer, too. Those two. So it's like I probably would marry the Hannibal guy, too. Oh, Anthony I don't Hopkins. Know who okay. It is. He has, but. A, he has amazing social media feed. Also, just watch. He's in the new Two Popes movie. Very good. Um, He's just. He's, a, he's a legend. He's just like a legendary actor. He's And he seems like a nice guy. I know this is a tough. Like, all these three are very, again, cap rising. They're very, like, put together. Like, they charm you over. They've done their work. They're put in the hours. You know, I'm going to marry Anthony Hopkins. I'm going to fuck John Legend. And I'm sorry, Diane. It does mean I have to kill you, but it is so not personal. Um, I just... I'm a star fucker. (laughs) (laughs) She's going off the star meter strictly for this FMK. No, I want to be be like serenaded in my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Inside of it. I'm going to go with my original instinct. I'm going to sleep with Diane Sawyer and marry John Legend. And kill Anthony, Anthony. Hopkins. Yeah. All right. I'm right. going to uh, marry Anthony Hopkins. I mean, just legendary career. And it seems like it just seems fun. Has some cats. Uh, I think I'll fuck a, like a 1981 Diane Sawyer if I'm allowed to transcend time. Sure. Capricorn, sound off. Let me know. And I do. I think John Legend is a perfectly fine person. Just he was wearing this really bad baseball jacket <laughs> at Italy. I like couldn't stop judging his outfit, and and again, he probably really liked this baseball jacket and probably <laughs> felt really confident buying fresh pasta at Italy. And I liked we obviously have the same taste and you know have the same vibe, but it just you're not. He has Chrissy. It's fine. It'll, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. I love them together too. So uh, I don't want to ruin it, but you know why Cap, I do. Cap Sag. Cap Sag. I know. Cap I'm like, I get it. Um, that's it. Yeah. Well, Cap. Thanks for being patient, Caps, and waiting for your turn. Yes. It was worth the rule. wait. I hope. Yeah. Um, we love you and thank Appreci- you. Appreciate you, which I'm sure you appreciate. Yes. Hearing. Keep up the great work. We know you don't need our encouragement because you're going to do it anyways. But mm-hmm. you're doing great. Uh, pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a little treat. Yeah, do something wild and and enjoy being the fabulous fucking Capricorn that you are. Um, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.